we spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. It's hot. It is gorgeous. Yeah. It is absolutely, it is monkey weather. Uh-huh. Just I rode that. the skateboard today. Did you? Yeah. When I got coffee on the skateboard, That's it was great. That's probably a good idea. I should probably take my board out and yeah. get it. Uh, I forgot how much fun that was. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, being friends with you, my toys just sort of progress, like <laughs> skateboards and monkeys and cars and so. Yeah, that's actually I got to pull that. That's a good. That's a good idea. I haven't taken that out in a while. I keep staring at it. It's in my office. So. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. rode it down the trail. I was like, oh, this is great. You got the street wheels or the off-road wheels on it? Uh, I took the all-terrain one today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Multiple skateboards. Yes, right. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. How's life? Oh, pretty good. Pretty it's a busy good? week. Busy week. Uh, last, last two weeks of on-call, and I'm switching roles. I'm excited about that. Oh, wow. That's public yeah. knowledge now, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations yeah. on that. I'm very yeah. excited to not be on-call. <laughs> and, and and to go into the landscaping side of Microsoft. That's going right? to be a lot of I fun. I know. Pretty, you've, too, you've, outdoor. You've, I need a tan really bad, so, <laughs> you know. You're going to grill your hair out in the back? Do yep. a Kentucky waterfall? Yep. <laughs> okay. That works. Half mullet. Nice. Just on the <laughs> left side. Yeah. One side part down the middle. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, to our to our our listeners, we got some exciting guests coming up. We've got obviously this been two weeks of Dan and I, but uh, we were working on some new guests. Um, actually, some Avant partners that are coming. Yeah, up, so, some yeah. Avant partners yeah. coming up. Yeah, so that's we're fun. excited for that. So it's been it's been a it's been a good week. It's been sunny. It's a good day to I put, like put some miles on the monkey. I, I went and had to have some blood draw today, so I thought, what drawn. Drawn, yeah. yeah. So that why not ride that in there? It's funny because the lady that took my blood was very much like my poor mother. She's like, my son just got a motorcycle, and I don't like motorcycles. And I was like, well, you should talk to my mom. <laughs> so I was like, does he have tattoos? Because I couldn't have those either. Like, yeah, like, what a package kid. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Full sleeve. Get some colors in the back, some leather jackets, ride the monkeys. You know there's somebody that's got a tattoo of a monkey somewhere in this world. I'm not, I'm not like a physical monkey, but like the, the Honda, Honda monkey. monkey somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen the bad shirts that show up on the monkey board. Gosh. In- there's some interesting stuff that happens on that. I mean, it, there's some places it's been going off. Some, somebody keeps posting photos of like a rat trap, and I don't quite understand that. It's just spam. Oh, okay. It's sure. spam. Yeah. From, yeah, a certain demographic of the world. <laughs> and it drives me nuts. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Boy, not a lot in the car world right now. Well, let's just take that back. A lot coming up because of the driving season, yeah. but not a lot of launches lately. I did get some good notes this week. Um, first, we should talk about our Carter Subaru tip of the week. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're brought to you by Carter Subaru, Avance, Haggerty, Rainier Beer. We're not a driver's club this time. We were earlier this week. We decided to all go out to dinner instead. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. That and, was a lot of fun. Uh, ended up at back at the Mountainside Tavern and tasting their new menu, which I've never lo- uh, left there not hungry. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of that, I went up yesterday and did the, and I am, and I will say this, I did a hike that you did uh-huh. and um, that's up there. And I went up that road and, uh, you know, Sarah and I realized something that nobody's discovered that hike yet. 
No, there's a bunch of people on it. Really? Because yeah. we were the only ones on it yesterday. That's a great hike. Yeah, my point is it's going to get discovered. It's going to become like Rattlesnake Ridge. Garfield. <laughs> it's called Garfield Ledges, but um, the road up there is insane. Uh-huh. Isn't that, that is an awesome road? Really, I didn't even know that existed up there. Yeah, so I did a new drive this week. Yeah. Uh, I posted a new drive this week. For the first time in a very long time, I did a new drive this week or posted a new drive. Yeah. Up, uh, up sort of Mount Si, actually, um, that area anyway. And it goes up to Garfield Ledges. Um, what is it? Uh, Middle Fork Road is the name of the road. I put a huge disclaimer on there. This is not the road you want to rail down because there's so many hikers and bicyclists on that road that it's like somebody's going to die if somebody up there goes nuts. Not to mention those massive drainage ditches. Uh, yeah, I maybe have hit those a little harder than I wanted to <laughs> and got to cross-check a little airborne yesterday. But, um... Yeah, uh, the road was incredible, actually. Yeah. Um, we, we, we were out there. So we went out. I think we started the hike around probably 6. Oh, around, perfect, I mean, yeah. And it was, there was nobody else up there with us. It was absolutely PM gorgeous. or AM? Huh? PM or AM? Uh, PM. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a we, great we, sunset Yeah, hike. we went up there and watched the sunset. Yeah, and then awesome went, sunset And then hike. went down to the Mount Sai Tavern and had a beer and yeah. went home. So, uh, but it was, I'd never, I didn't even know that existed up there, that whole valley. Like, Yeah, I've been I up felt, there in years. It used to, The last time I was up there, it was all gravel. And yeah. it was like rattle your teeth out road that I just avoided at all costs. It's well paved now. It's perfectly well paved. Yeah. yeah. I wish they'd added in room for a bike lane. Yeah. Because they won't get out of your way ever. If there's 10 cars behind you, they're just weaving around. I mean, that's yeah. a monkey road. Yeah, there's no it's doubt. A, it's, it's a totally. perfect motorcycle. Ride. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. the bike. That's the road you want to take a motorcycle on. Yeah, which we have a lot of around. I'm finding myself more, more after riding the monkey. It's so easy to get around people on the monkey, and I don't mean like cars. I mean like bicycles and people yeah. on the side of the road. And you can't do that in a car. And in a monkey, you don't have to go fast to like really love the apex of a corner. Beep, beep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're like it's a 50 mile an hour corner, so you take it at like 25, not 50, and you just kind of like full lean, almost get your knee down. <laughs> we were laughing about that at Drivers Club. We were like, yeah, Dan and I were out riding, and we were just zipping through the corners, or all of a sudden our knee down. I was like, I think we we're doing 28 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, yeah. Yeah. No, I just want to tell you that was a great. It was a great hike, a great drive. Um, you know, uh, there's a. I mean. You can definitely take a sports car up there, but I would suggest if you want to do the hike, I mean, the last, like, nine-tenths of a mile is to the trailhead is, like, dirt. And it is. There's some massive potholes. But yeah, as soon as you go over the bridge, that yeah. pothole will swallow you. It will. And it I put will. in the drive that people shouldn't go over the bridge in any kind of sports car. And even getting there, like, you don't have to. Once you once it turns to There's a gravel, parking lot right there. Yeah, the there's bridge. a little washout, too. Yeah. Right before the washout, there's only, like, a mile left of the road. So yeah. you can do the whole thing on asphalt and just turn around, and you're not missing out on much. And I mean, it is a brand. It, I feel like that trail is brand new. Like that, or, or they super, just redid super it. Super well maintained. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. It's so. a great trail running trail too. Um, we're yeah, we it's hiking season here in Washington. is beautiful for the next four months or so before it turns to gray again. So get it while you can. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get nice till July fourth around here, but yeah. Yeah, it, okay. it rains July fourth, but after that you're good to go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so what else? Well, we were talking about our Carter Super Tip of the Day, and and I think week. We're, it's we're, a week of the week. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about sockets, right? Yeah. And the reason I brought that up is, as you know, I have I I am going through a little bit of a um, midlife tool crisis right now, <laughs> um, and thank God that Milwaukee has been there to really help me through. I see that. Um, so I've uh, <laughs> I actually I'm redoing my whole tool chest. I got rid of my old Craftsman, which has been with me for like got almost twenty years, and I I had just this hodgepodge of tools. And I, I ended up getting a, a new Milwaukee box, which is yet to show up. And that's a whole other drama story that I'll talk about later. But And I've been ordering tools, but I ended up with a new one-inch impact um, driver. 
a Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. Did a, I did a bunch of research. I, you know, you've got the DeWalt, and I looked at the... The Milwaukee's great. Yeah, and everything was on sale, so I got it. But I... And Mil, and they have this... Milwaukee's got this new line. Well, it's not new. It's the Shockwave line. Mm-hmm. It's their tough... It's basically all their tough-in bits and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they're coming out with new impact drivers. It's, they just haven't hit the market yet. Some of them have. And so I was talking to you, and we were then started to talk about what it's made of and what it's not made of. So... Yeah, and so there's... So two different types of sockets, chrome vanadium and chrome, I'm going to say this completely wrong. We were laughing about this earlier. <laughs> Dan said it like I think nine it's times. it's molybendum. Molybendum. Yeah. So chrome vanadium is what standard tool sockets are made out of. And it's good stuff. It's easy to clean. Uh, it's relatively tough. I mean, it's. I have broken my fair share of sockets over the years, but uh, it's very, very rare on any quality set of tools. But if you are going to break a socket, it's likely going to be a big one and it's going to be like a suspension bolt where you've got that half inch impact at full torque and that thing's still not coming loose and the way an impact driver works is it basically well impacts the socket over and over again just kind of shakes it and so it's constantly uh bashing the side of that nut with the socket well that's when you're going to find these cracks in your sockets and you will crack them in fact i almost i chipped a tooth doing that once fun story i was yeah (laughs) Okay. Yeah, no, uh, what happened? Did I happened? tell you not to use your teeth to take bolts No, off? I was gritting my teeth as I had a, I had a really long uh, breaker bar, and I was on a 19-millimeter socket, not a molybendum, not an impact socket, and as the socket broke, uh, it cracked all the way down to the shaft of the, the, the breaker bar, and I had my teeth grit, and when that that snatched, like, it, uh, like when it let loose, that vibration up through my teeth, I actually chipped the corner of one of my teeth doing that. Ow. It hurt. Like you wouldn't believe. It cracked. It cracked the socket and the breaker bar. Uh, just the vibration through the bar, like it just yeah. it cracked so quick, oh, and then wow. I went right through my teeth, and I, I just gritted my teeth too hard, and just chipped right at the corner of my tooth. Mm. It hurt like hell. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's when you want to use an impact socket, which is just a different construction, typically black. Um, it's not just for looks; it's a coating on the socket that makes them harder. Um, the downside, of course, of an impact socket is it's typically a lot thicker. It's not just not as shiny and. It's not just a look thing. They're thicker. They're harder to get in places. Which I do is, think they look better. than They the do look better, stuff. yeah. yeah. Okay. Downside is, is obviously there's often really low clearance in wheels, which is, I tell everybody, if you break a socket at 100 foot-pounds, you've got a really crappy socket. <laughs> so yeah. I don't believe you need an impact socket for putting on wheels, which you shouldn't do with an impact wrench anyway, nor should you take off with an impact wrench. They should be typically not, unless you've got a giant truck, they're typically not torqued that high. Well, And, you and can giant th- torques, giant lugs on on trucks are exposed so they can be hit with an impact socket and you should there are special sockets you can get i think you've got a set of them i do have a set yeah really protect on the outside and the inside of the yeah and so what it is it's a very thin wall uh socket with a nylon sleeve on it and you can typically get a set on amazon for like a tecton set or whatever brand they have now for like 15 20 bucks for a set of the common sizes 17 19 21 well, we were, we, it's funny because yeah. we were talking about wheels. We were looking at a, a new GT500 mm-hmm. uh, driver's club, and it had carbon fiber wheels. And I asked you, I was like, I wonder if you could torque one of those lug nuts too tight and just end up shattering your wheel kind of thing. But I, we, I'm we, sure we, you could. I'm sure you could, but I think there's something behind that carbon that, that's there to protect it as far as a plate. But Yeah, I looked really close yeah. at the wheels in our new GT500, which, like you said, are carbon fiber and beautiful. There's like an aluminum insert in there. And typically aluminum lugs, I think the... On average, aluminum lugs, I think, are maximum of like 89 foot-pounds, 84 to 89 foot-pounds, which is typically lower than the maximum torque on a steel lug and often lower than the manufacturer recommends. So if you're in that case, you want pretty lugs with pretty colors, you need to step up to titanium, which are going to be 
really expensive, but really light and really yeah. strong, and you can actually torque them to the manufacturer's torque specs. And yes, I have seen aluminum lug nuts come off a car. Yeah. Actually, a few times, now that I think about it. I've seen lugs come off because the studs were too short. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that too, actually. That is, I think we've talked about that. My old Scirocco had these three-star TSWs. They were terrible. And uh, the lugs, the factory lugs, because those are uh, lug stud, were like a hair too short for them. And nobody fixed it because we were 16 and broke. And so we just torqued the lugs as much as we can. And eventually, I lost three of them on the right-hand side. Didn't crash, but it's only a four-lug hub, so that was kind of scary. Uh, I think I've told it before. When I worked at Motor Trends, a lady came in with her own. It was a Hyundai, and she had wheels. And we told her, your lug, your lug, the bolts are too short. She says, I don't care. I want these. So we made her sign a waiver, and she pulled out of the parking lot, and the wheel fell off. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That. I have seen that. Yeah. I witnessed it. Then she got mad at us, like we didn't tell her. <laughs> weird. Like, yeah. Look, that's your signature. That's funny. Okay. Well, I mean, like I said, I think that's and using the and using the right. It's easy sometimes when you reach in your toolbox, you go, oh, "I'm just going to grab the first socket I know fits." But make sure that it's the jo- the socket that's for the job. Yeah, I have a little set. They're all in a little case that are all impact so- uh, sockets, and like, I just grab the red that. case. They're like yeah, I have a red case and a blue case. The, what are they called? Tecton. Tecton. They're Tecton. Yeah, yeah, I got them from Amazon, but they, they have never failed me. But I have I have two sets. I have like a thin wall set that I forgot I had when I ordered the Tecton set, and then I have the Tecton set too. But yeah, they're the um, what is it? I, forgot, I was going to say Goodwill, but the other I forgot the other one. I'm donating Harbor all my, Freight. No, that that's not good. <laughs> it's Goodwill, but it's like uh, not Value Village. There's a there's a donation place up north, and I'm that's where I'm taking all my extra tools. Oh, nice! Like yeah, because I mean, they're, they're not broken. It's just they're, well, they're, some of them are broken, but I figured somebody I mean, can probably use it. Somebody can still use it. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's missing so, a couple sockets. Yeah. I mean, but that ticks me off. I don't know how. It's always the ten millimeter sockets. It's always the ten mil. Always the ten. And I know someday I'm, under my dryer, I'm going to find all my socks and all my ten miller sockets. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> socks yeah. and ten millimeter sockets. Yep, that's the way it goes. <laughs> they're hanging out together. Yeah. I always like order a new one, then I find two. That mm. happens every time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Uh, other automotive news. It's been a weird week. Oh, did you see that? Uh, it's So it's car show season starting right now. Obviously, weather's getting better, so hey, we're seeing yeah. more car shows. Yeah. Uh, but we say driving season opens May 1st, but uh, there was a Hellcat crash. Like, shocking, I know. Try to narrow it down yeah, with that statement. I'm, I'm, but yeah. it ended up under a truck, like completely under it with a truck on top of it, leaving a car show. Of course, he tried to do a burnout, lost control on the other side, hit a car sideways, went underneath it. It was pretty great to see the truck like just teetering on top of a Hellcat, though. Very wow. entertaining. Know the power of your car, right? Yeah. I want to drive a Hellcat. I've never driven a Hellcat. I also want to drive a Demon. But I also don't know if I want to drive a Demon. I do want to drive all those things. I think it's just, you know, just to kind of... I want to drive all the things. <laughs> well, yeah, I do. Uh, speaking of on the road, I've seen two, or no, sorry, three Bronco Sports on the road today. So I don't know if yeah. Seattle just got a big order of them. And if you don't know, they're, that's the new, like mom's bronco it's not the new <laughs> bronco. bronco well it's the mom bronco and it got me wondering i was asking dan like you know is will that will there be an off-road market for that like i mean you know you got the big bronco that nobody can now get except ford keeps taking it everywhere and showing it to everybody but you, yeah. you know they keep going. yeah but I, I, these sports i mean they're basically the size of like a they look like i mean there's like a new ford escape pretty much yeah they look they're what's the compass renegade the renegade yeah. it's the it's the direct competition to the renegade and which actually does okay off-road. We've had a couple of Renegades at the Avance events. They've Renegades done and Compasses do really well off-road. Yeah, like, Jeeps yeah. are Jeeps. Yeah. And they do pretty well. So, I yeah, I don't know. I it, it, Because, I mean, you look at some of the, like the older, like the 80s and 90s cars, like the Suzuki Samurai or whatever. Was it the Samurai? 
that what it was? The, the yeah. little two door. I mean, but that thing was always an off roader. Yeah, but, not here. But, but when you yeah, but when you when they sold it to you here, it was it was like you it was like you came out of the army and you got a little jeep looking thing. Nobody, not a lot of people did anything. I mean, I don't think it was a Suzuki. It was, it was we were up in the up off of Tinkham. Remember that time? Yeah, that I guy, remember that. And that guy was kept driving. A, I don't know what that was, but it was just basically a little two door, short wheelbase, not tall. Oh, that was a Dodge. What was that thing? I think it's based on that. It's a Mitsubishi. Yeah. It's based off of. Yeah. but it was a Dodge. Uh, I can't remember the name of the exact one. But I mean, you yeah. look, if, if you know anything about the Bronco or you've you've looked into it, you know the, the Ford is selling all the accessories. I mean, they're they're trying to cover the market. Yeah. But I have I've seen some accessories for the Sport, but most of it's just like, oh, we can put a tent up top. But I'm wondering if there will be if there will be an aftermarket. Like, is that a good way to get into a Bronco? I don't think so. And the reason I don't is because I think the new, much like the Jeeps, they're front wheel drive bias vehicles. And unlike the Samurai and that era of vehicles of of that time, those were still rear wheel drive bias. And they had a low range, which yeah. without a low range, you, you just, like the Subarus, they're, they do more than most people need, period. But there is a point where you just, you need a low range. You need the low range gearbox, otherwise you're just smoking clutches as you're rock crawling. Which is just not, I mean, it's just, just a design thing. It's not a flaw. That's just not where the car was made to go. Yeah. And so, I mean, you can massively up your clutch if you can find one, but... I'm just, it'll be interesting to see. I know somebody will do something with it. There, there yeah. will be people that will... That will, you know, make custom suspension for it and things like that. Oh, I'm that. sure there yeah. already is. Yeah. I mean, it's just a uh, seeing the Bronco though. <laughs> I just wish they, wish they should have called it something else. The the Sport, I mean, because the Bronco Sport, there's nothing really sport about it. It's just like smaller and lighter escape with Bronco well, trim. You know, Ford's never never misnamed anything before, like you know, making an electric car and calling it a Mustang. I've seen two this week. Uh, what is up with that? And they're currently being bricked by a software flaw. <laughs> Are they? Yeah, a bunch of people have reported a software fault in those that is bricking them on the side of the road. Oh. And then on top of that, they but they're, I mean, Tesla had its growing pains too with software faults. Obviously, mm-hmm. I have a funny story about that follow up. But then, um, what was the uh, what was I going to say? Mach E. Yeah, the Mach E. Uh, they're now finally software updating it to do the full hands free driving. And Ford's doing this press campaign where they're going to go 100,000 miles hands-free on it. So, okay, optimal conditions on I-90 from Montana to South Dakota, back and forth, I'm sure. sure. But uh, eh, it's about time somebody <sighs> caught up with Tesla. I, I just laugh at that because every time I think of hands-free stuff, I think of that time Volvo tried to test out that whole system <laughs> and it ran through the back of the truck yes. like in front of the press. But, I mean, again, I I will say it. I'm not a fan of, of the idea of a car that, that does that because I think, I think it, it allows you to be one more way distracted. Yeah, and, and they, just, they already said it was, there's just a study that came out this week that they, they proved that distracted drivers are 50% more likely to get into a crash. Not like five, 50. That's a lot. Uh, so, well, I, I mean, it's, it's, and again, and I know everybody's going to go, oh, well, my Tesla, the, the steering wheel vibrates, like not really able to take, I mean, there are <laughs> stories, of, and there are proven stories of people I, that have like climbed in the back of their Tesla yeah. and, and gone to sleep. It's so. like, we live in Tech Central. I have literally seen people reading books while driving their Tesla yeah, driving. I have seen that with my own eyes. I, I don't know if we need that in this world. I just, I don't. Well, if the rest of the infrastructure caught up to it, you'd be in that like, uh, well, like every sci-fi car thing ever where every car is doing it. Mm-hmm. Then it's being controlled by a grid system. Well, you know, by the grid, I mean like a cloud system or operations and the cars would just either stop and not function if, this, if the system was down or if they're all on it, then nobody's hitting anybody because I can, I can trust that to work. But we could not. call the, the system Skynet. That's a great idea. I think it is. You could put things in the sky. That could not go wrong. There's already some satellites being launched. <laughs> I mean, 
That what could go wrong? Automated could cars. never go wrong. We'll just put some guns on them. Absolutely. We should make the headlights red. <laughs> I think it even better. <laughs> yep. Okay. Just an idea. Yep. Um, but in other electric news and good news, I'm actually excited about this. Uh, the Rivian R1T, the trucks we've been seeing forever. Can't wait. ETA is next month. Well, I mean, we already... Okay, so if, if you're a motorcycle person or car person, you watched the last version of Long Way Up with yeah. uh, Ewan McGregor and his buddy. Charlie Borman, yeah. And they had Rivian RT1 trucks and that went all the way from South America up here. Yeah. And they were prototypes and they... I mean, they did better than the bikes, so... Which isn't surprising. No. This is Harley-Davidson. Yeah, I know. But... Uh, That's so cool. Yeah, but they They're should delivering be next month? Delivering next month. Cool. The launch edition comes in next month. They have a June 2021 release date, which... Uh, so... I guess technically I, this might be a month and a half by the time this comes still, out. I mean, that's still. That's still, that's right around the corner. And knowing here and how big Tesla is, yeah. they're going to be everywhere, which is cool. Uh, and one of the one of the cool things about the Rivians is they have tank turn capability because all almost all electric vehicles have motors in each wheels. Yeah. And Rivian has been boasting about this forever and showing it. Um, and they've been showing the R1T. You can look it up. It's not the, you're not looking at a... Uh, what do you call it? A concept car. You're looking at the R1. When you look up the R1T, you're looking at the R1T. It's exact same truck. And they show it tank turning, which is the two wheels on one side going one direction, the two wheels on the other going another. And so it can pivot perfect 90 degrees, just boop. Yeah, and that's different than that stupid crab walk thing that the new Hummer is going to do, right? It'll still do that, too. I'm sure. Well, but that's where all... But with that, all, oh, that all, all the wheels, wheels have to turn. Yeah, so no, they doesn't do that. Yeah, so they have up to 14 inches of air suspension travel, uh, tank turning... And 250 to 400 miles of real-world people in it range. So I'm going to guess with anybody driving it, 250 maximum for anybody with the 400-mile range and like 75 for every other one. But I, still. I see somebody buying one of those parallel parking it, turning on the tank thing and doing it, and they're back in swinging onto the yes. onto the, the, the sidewalk and taking out a lamp pole somebody's or something. Gonna, somebody's going to get a, yeah. a lesson in physics and geometry real quick. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fulcrum points. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm super excited to see the Rivians because yeah. I saw the, like I said, I saw the launch at Carillon Point come out, which is, they looked great in person when they were just the demos. And so they, I can't wait to see them driving Do around. Do we have a dealership here? I don't know. I'm sure we do somewhere. Somebody's got to be selling I haven't those. seen anything listed, yeah. but. Or maybe they're doing the same thing Tesla's doing. It's like, well, you can come look at it somewhere, but then we're yeah. not, they're not going to be sitting on a, on well, a. Well, is uh, it, is it Amazon who backed Rivian? I want to say it was. I could be wrong. Yeah. I'll, ver- I'll look. We've got to take our quick break, and I'm going to ch- look that up on our break, and then we'll be right back, and I'll maybe correct that, or maybe not. Maybe be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. It was Amazon's. They invested $700 million up front, and then in 2020, uh, they invested an undisclosed amount. So, and Rivian raised almost $3 billion. I was so confused right there, because the last thing you said is, I have to finish this phone call, and then you started again. And I was like... I'm not, I don't want to be on the phone call. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. After this. Oh, got it. Okay. After I'm, I'm with you. I'm with call. you. Okay. All right. No, that's. Yeah. Well, I mean, then so we'll definitely. Cool. We'll, I guarantee you then when the launch that and Amazon being around here, we'll see. We'll see a bunch of them. Yes, exactly. So, I wonder if they'll be using them as, as, as delivery vehicles. Or moving vehicles from Seattle to Bellevue. 
Boy, those towers are getting those. Like, you know, those are across the street from my parents, and those are getting big. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because everybody that I remember, I found the original piece of paper they sent out to everybody in the building, and it was talking about the Amazon towers weren't going to be more than like eight stories high. And I think now they're close to twenty. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. So. What else? What else you got on your notes here? Lamborghini Dragster. Yeah. So AMS, AMS Performance, who's been pretty big in the uh, turbo tuning world for a very long time, has built a twin turbo Huracan, and it did uh, zero to sixty in one point nine with a quarter mile in seven point eight four, all wheel drive. Jesus. Huracan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, why not? I, yeah, I guess I. So at a certain point, I mean, I remember when people were, were amazed that when we had streetcars that were going under three three seconds. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, you know, what is that new that new four door uh, Koenigsegg is going to do it under two seconds now with yeah, people in it? Right now, Porsche's still got the record um, with the Turbo S. Actually, the new Turbo S is zero to sixty in two point two, wow. and the Taycan Turbo S, which has no turbos, does it in two point four. So, which has the record for fastest four door sedan and. Uh, Turbo S has it for the fastest. Uh, Porsche still have the Nurburgring record? I don't know. Do we care about those anymore? Well, with the two, <laughs> well, I don't know. They just haven't been doing them with the two because it was the GT2 RS that had it for a while, yeah. and then the SVJ I think took it back. Or so, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, did you watch the Top Gear uh, salute to Sabine? No, I haven't yet. You should. I've heard watch it's really good. It. Yeah. Everybody should. I mean, because they got. I got started on it and it was really great, but I had I got interrupted. I everybody, finish, yeah. everybody came back. Like they got everybody that's, that used to be on Top Gear to come back and talk about her. So good, incredible. So yeah, yeah, she's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was. Um, in more lighthearted news, kind of funny. <laughs> uh, so there's a fundraiser in Colorado, which is sort of entertaining. They're auctioning off cannabis-themed license plates. Now, I'm wondering if that's going to be like a thing like like it is here, like where you can get a WSU plate or a UW plate. Like you can be able to get a, a plate with like a big le- a high leaf on it or something. No, it's just <laughs> the phrases. They're predetermined custom plates. Say bong, ganja, hash, tegrity, which makes me laugh. Tegrity weed from South Park. and But uh, the license plate, so this is, auction is ongoing. Uh, is it 420? <laughs> uh, Will they have one that says Finkelstein kid? I wonder, yeah. <laughs> It, that one's up to 6500 bucks. The wow. auction closes April 20th at 4.20 p.m. Imagine that. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean. Shocking. Uh, it goes to, it's a fundraiser, though. It goes to disability. Uh, it goes to some uh, Colorado Disability Funding Committee. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> just things you probably shouldn't, like alcohol-themed plates, probably not a good idea. Weed, weed-themed plates, probably not a good idea. Yeah, I feel like if you get, if you get one of those plates and you're pulled over, then the cop's going to be like, have you, is there weed in the car? No. <laughs> yeah. From Colorado, who cares? I mean, I, I, I guess I'm surprised people... they're not making license plates out of hemp and things like that now. Yeah, I know. Like, that doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. use hemp for, hemp for everything. So, yeah. But it made me laugh reading the article. I was like, what? How did you even find that? Did it just pop up? It was just, yeah, it was been on a bunch of automotive blog sites. It was on Autoblog, I think, or MSN huh. or something. And I was just like, okay, that doesn't surprise me. Sure. Yeah, that's, I mean, why not? Yeah. Uh, the next funny thing I had, well, fun weird thing I had. So have you looked at the, the towing capacity of trucks lately? I mean, I know it's up there. I mean, it's insane. Okay. So just for fun, there was, I saw an article that said Dodge retakes the, the towing claim. And I was like, well, how much is that? You know, because they've got a thousand foot pounds of torque. Now it's stock it's stock. It's like a thousand seventy five foot pounds of torque in one of these things. And they're one ton. And with a gooseneck trailer, 
37,100 pounds. That's the that's the leader or that's the that's the bottom. I thought that that's was the, the bottom. That's the top. Oh, that's the top. They're the winner. Oh, okay. But the of the big 3, Ford is in second place with 37,000 pounds, 100 short. And then GMC and Chevy you slackers with only 36,000 pounds. <laughs> so to put that into perspective, one of those uh highway barrier the, the cement barriers weighs, what would you say, like 7,000 pounds? Or no, 4,000 pounds. 4,000 pounds. Yeah. So you can get about eight of those on the back, depending on Nine, the weight, weight. Well, depending on the weight of your trailer, too. Right. So if you're, yeah, yeah that's true, but depending on the weight of the trailer. But, I mean, if yeah, if you're a slacker in a Ford, you can only get nine. This is good. I've been thinking about <laughs> starting a zoo with elephants, so I'm going to need some towing capacity. Uh, you know. Right? Yeah. But I'm like, uh-huh. I, I mean... At what point do you need a, a different class license? Because do you know what it takes to stop 37,000 pounds say, on a gooseneck trailer? Issue. I mean, yeah, you have trailer brakes, but... Well, okay, so, and as I was saying before, <laughs> that torque is basically to get it going. I mean, you know, it, it's that initial off the line or being able to pull something. Um, but I don't... I'm trying to think, like, anything anything that's going to be over that much weight, you're going to... I mean, you're right. You're going to want to be, like, a, on a semi. You're yeah. going to want a flatbed. Yeah, you're going to be carrying literally, like, a backhoe. Not a small one, not your no. backyard backhoe, not your bobcat, your full-blown oh. backhoe. Huh. I mean, it's kind of cool that it can do it. I'm all about... My truck can tow my hoe. Okay. <laughs> truck can tow your house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. True, true. It, it used to be just your little, you know, that used to be a joke for people who lived in little trailers. Now it's like, no, if you have a, like, four-bedroom, three-bath Rambler, it'll tow your it'll house. It'll tow your house. <laughs> just, yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't know what you'd want to tow. Like, I mean, I, I guess that... I was I was trying to put it in like perspective of like a farmer like you know because you you know you're hauling Heavy some bowl, a bowl that's you know four thousand pounds or whatever, I mean yeah I, mean, I guess I, I guess if you, think, if you live in the Midwest where there are no hills yeah um, that could be handy I guess sure <laughs> I mean barrels of whiskey Nissan Skylines what else could we do right oh, speaking of Skylines <laughs> did you see the latest Fast and the Furious Nine trailer No I stopped watching. I, I mean, they're almost to space. I, I, I watched it literally. first. Literally, it, they're almost know, to space. I know. When I first watched <laughs> it, like back in 2020, they were, he launched off a cliff and, and, and there was a, a grappling hook that hooked onto something. And I was like, yeah, okay. They have magnets now. Oh, God. It's all about electromagnets. Oh, and God. John Cena is oh, no. Vin Diesel's brother. brother yeah. And uh, uh, what's his name from you know, how do Tokyo all these, Drift? How is back. All these, how, okay, how is Han back? Han there's, is back. Yeah. There's no way. Han's dead. Han's back. I watched Han die. Han's dead. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're just gonna, maybe they're just part of the Marvel universe now, and they undid a snap. I don't know. I, I okay. So <laughs> I I am such a fan of the Fast and the Furious, and like I always I knew they took liberties. Like there was, but yeah. it's like <laughs> there's a limit. I mean, when they built the longest runway in the world for that one scene in like Fast and the Furious Six or whatever, you know, <laughs> I forgot somebody did the math, and it's like twelve miles long or something. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> At a certain Remember point, this runway, Manhattan, Manhattan, all of it. <laughs> you have to understand when Fast and the Furious One came out, like, and I remember going, like, it was a huge yeah, thing. Me too. It was about the cars, yeah. Like, and there were so, and if you weren't a car guy, it was still about the cars, but you didn't notice the little gems and the fact that there were right-hand drive Skyline R32s and R34s in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, but like, it's just gotten so weird. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, yeah. It's How much money can we make? And I l- look, let, let's just solve this. Like Vin Diesel and The Rock hate each other. Like they, in real life, they do. Let's Which just, is funny because they're both just, notoriously nice guys. Yeah, let's just <laughs> let them fight for charity, and then we'll call that Fast Ten, and it's over, and just move on. Like I don't know. 
Tokyo Drift. I mean, the, the Tokyo Drift and the one and two were good. The the Tokyo Miami Drift is the best driving. Yeah, the one w- that took place in Florida with Paul Walker was horrible. <laughs> um, it's and just, Tyrese. Yeah, in the eclipse. Like, you know, <laughs> I will say one of my favorite characters to come out of that series has been Ludacris and in, in, in what he plays. It, that's always been a good thing. But you know, when they were jumping a couple million dollar cars from tower to tower in Dubai and things like that, I the just, like an hypersport. Yeah. We interviewed because, the because owner of chip. Yeah, yeah, we interviewed the owner of like in Corso, in Corso two years ago. Yeah, Our that was fun. Weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there are times. Like, yeah, I was going through my phone a couple of days ago. And I was like, "It's like I, Barry." I was like, "Who's Barry?" <laughs> oh, Barry McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him. Okay, yeah. So yeah, that's neat. And then and then like not too close to that Nick Grio. Yeah, oh, that's funny. <laughs> so yeah, oh, I was down at Grio's garage this last week. Yeah, tell me about that. Um, uh, there's a new product. I haven't tried it yet, so I don't want to talk about it yet, but it's part of their ceramic line. And basically, it's, it's basically, so if you, ha- if you ceramic coated your car and you just need a quick cleanup, like a, a bird did something, you got something, it's a new kind of quick clean ceramic. So you're not, you oh, don't sweet. have to do the whole ceramic thing. So Well, that'll come in handy for the monkeys. Well, I, I and so I, I ceramic the I monkey. I did mine too. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, and this is what I'll be using, we'll, we'll be using for, for, uh, doing all of that. So I am laughing because I did mine and uh, you don't like, on a street bike, like a like a race bike or a dirt bike, you grip heavily with your knees on the tank. Which mm-hmm. You don't do that on a monkey because it's a slow rolling couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good way to put it, yeah. Yeah, and when you ceramic coat your tank on your monkey, ah. you have no grip on the tank at all. Did you slide off your tank, Dan? I did not slide off the tank, but I did notice it as I was putting my leg up against the tank. I was like, whoa. <laughs> that went quicker than I thought, yeah. Yeah, so uh, really, really great spot for that was the headlight, though. Not, yeah, because bucks. I did. I did <laughs> and the your helmet. He, I did the head, helmet. I did my headlight, and I did the new shroud that I've got around there. I love so. your new shroud on the bike, by the way. Um, so I I upgraded to the uh, David Wheaton and and his, his I think his friend Ian helped me upgrade the to the Olens on the front. Yeah, changed the bike. Totally changed the bike because even with my weight coming into things, you know, you know how much those the dip. Mm-hmm. It's just. Shauna doesn't know what that's like. She doesn't weigh enough. <laughs> right. So, but, like, it's a totally different bike now. It's so rigid, and it's, I mean, it's, I love it, but it's going to take some getting used to. Like, it, it's totally changed my riding style. So. Yeah, and that was, I, this maybe should be a tip of the week, but it's not. So, if you don't have your suspension set up right on a motorcycle, it's way more noticeable. So, if you want to learn about suspension, ride a motorcycle, dirt bike, street bike, anything. Just ride a motorcycle. You'll completely understand what rebound and compression mean real quick. Real quick, yeah. But on a monkey, they're so soft and were not small, so when well, you hit I mean the they front built they're built they were originally built for over here, but they were there's they're huge and like you said Thailand and things like yeah, that. yeah they're built for 140 pound riders where people don't weigh anything yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah we get it so yeah. so when you hit the brakes on a monkey and your rebound isn't set up right and your compression isn't set up right you go your your fork straight down straight down yeah. but you automatically just like smoke the brakes which you don't think you would do on a tiny little bike but for guys like us riding a tiny little bike. And looking hilarious as we do it, you can actually override your brakes pretty quick because of the suspension. It's, yeah, it's kind of funny. And that's the th- and that's the thing is I'm noticing I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do some have you look at have you look at it too some adjustments on my front brakes they seem a little they could be grippier. Yeah, I think just swapping the pads out on that will Probably. be all we need to do. Yeah, uh, which I'm thinking the same thing on mine as okay, well. The, so there's we'll just go to some high performance pads. Uh, not like we're it's one of those things because we're not riding in the rain. I'm gonna go for a pad that's not very good in the rain because yeah. like. We don't be need them. Very rare that I'll ever be riding in the riding the bike. I'll be caught in it, maybe. But that's about it. So I got to tell you this. So uh, Brian, you know, bought a monkey. Yeah, Brian Elich. And he's he's messaging me because we're t- I'm telling him about parts, and he goes, 
He goes, do you think we can go riding sometime? I said, absolutely. He goes, well, I took, I took my grandpa box off the back. And I go, no, 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 no. It's okay. That's going to be great on the ride because you can carry all your pills and your Mucinex <laughs> and all of your, own, your old man stuff. So. I'm putting my money for the, the rally, but that's the only reason I bought it. Yeah. I just, I mean, <laughs> I'm just giving him crap because I can. Yeah, because yeah. he bought this giant case for the monkey and it hold, it's made to hold a helmet. Yeah. It's very functional. But a case that size on a bike that small looks like you could mount another bike on the back. You wouldn't notice it if we were on like an African twin. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a small little box in the back. But on the back of the monkey, it looks rather yeah. large. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been interesting. Yep. So, Tesla had a little more fun this week. Have you seen the latest video? What now? What, what, what will the car do now? Well, I'm like, hmm, do I have to edit this? I don't think I do because it's a Tesla function and you can technically just do did, it. Did they call it that? Yes. Okay, then I think we so can get if, away with it. If you're in your Tesla and you say, open butthole... I'm not kidding. Oh, that's a Tesla thing? That's a Tesla thing. That is oh, not a user thing. I've that is a u- Tesla I've Easter been, egg. I saw somebody do that on TikTok, and I thought it was, it was just somebody hitting the button. No. Oh, that's weird. No, that's a voice command. Why? It just opens cause... the EV port in the back of the car. Oh, then it was a joke on TikTok because somebody was doing it, and they opened their back hatch. Yeah, it opens the charging port. Oh, on the Tesla. Open yeah. butthole. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, and, and I just I want to paint I want to paint a scenario here. Okay, I don't think we can paint that scenario. There was a Zoom, I don't think we should do that. There was a Zoom meeting somewhere, and somebody's like, some little guy raised his hand and goes, "I've got an idea for a new voice command," and everybody laughed. And then somebody went, "No, we should do that." It's sort of like remember when they had the thing where you well, I think you still can you can move the whoopee cushion around in the car. Yeah. So yeah. So people sit on different seats and it goes off. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, uh, to go with butthole okay <laughs> right like <laughs> here's the great thing if, if you come to the point where you think you have to edit this this part of the segment is going to be re- just... it's going to be really interesting <laughs> right tesla open <laughs> yeah <laughs> huh we're sure it's not bunghole nope okay it's like a like a you nope. know a wine vat i had to do i actually had to search this to make sure it wasn't like a joke a joke from yeah. tiktok or something sure which we all watch too much of yeah but nope <laughs> Open butthole. That's how okay. you open your charging door. I mean, he, here's, the, again, another scenario, because you know how I can paint him. You're going to see some old guy that's going to learn it, and he's going to be outside of his car in his driveway screaming at his Tesla, Open butthole! <laughs> Damn it, Marge, the butthole won't open. <laughs> Marge was driving the Tesla, couldn't get her butthole open. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, okay. I took it too far. But, yeah, uh, there's your scenario is grandma and grandpa should never buy a Tesla. <laughs> you know, I love it's rude and it's crude, but I love that they have at least somewhat of a stupid yeah. sense of humor. More people need to have that in today's culture. Just laugh. It's it's dumb. It's I'm glad they did it. I, I am. Yeah. I, it, I fully because support it's dumb. It. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and good. We need that. We need that. Right we need now. a little more dumb. <laughs> we need a, well, <laughs> that's we need funny time. dumb. We need funny dumb. Yeah. <laughs> we got plenty of dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we yeah. we do. Interesting. Well, uh, it's yeah, I mean that's it's lighthearted. You know, it's fun. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it doesn't want to make me want to buy a Tesla, but it does make me the next person I see with their Tesla with their window down <laughs> start screaming at them <laughs> just to see if it work in my voice. You know, like that's going to be a new TikTok trend. Just driving up to somebody with a Tesla. So basically, you can just put on a loudspeaker at Redmond Town Center, and ninety percent of the cars would have the car. <laughs> Boy, that would be great to see just opening down the line. Okay. Well, I know what I'm doing next time at Bellevue Square. <laughs> Go to the Tesla dealer and try it. Excuse Yelling me. it in the car. Excuse me, I'd like to try something. 
<laughs> but you got to do it from like the upper level, like down to Tesla, <laughs> like just to see. Maybe the front doors of the Tesla will open. Who knows? Wow, um, there's so many good options for that. Yeah, <laughs> Rain City Supercars does not support anything that we just said. Please do not yell that in Bellevue Square. Yeah, don't. Or yell if you it. do, film it. Yeah, <laughs> make a TikTok out of it, would you please? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's. Um, yeah, it, it's a kind of as much as the car season's kicking off, it's kind of slow. I think we're going to start seeing a lot more. I think it's going to come in force. Yeah. I mean, especially with the weather like it is now. I mean, everybody should be driving up to Mount Side Tavern right now, for one, because yeah. it's the perfect weather to take that drive up there and take the back roads up and then take the drive I just posted, dancedrives.com, go to Single Day, look for meandering up I had Middle no Fork. idea how far that was up there. It's a long ways up that road. <laughs> Do not hit the people on bicycles. Do yeah. not hit the hikers. Don't say I didn't warn you. Like, Yeah. Read the notes I put in there, and also you won't have cell service for most of it, so make sure you have gas, and uh, there's tons of gas stations right there. Mm-hmm. So if you run out of gas in that 30-mile stint, that's on you. You were stupid. I told you to put it in the notes. <laughs> and do the hike. It's, it's, a, yeah, do the hike. it's, it's a mile. It's 1.1 one, miles, it's 1.1 miles up, up, and yeah. it is all up, yeah. but 1.1 miles is not a hard hike. But I mean, it's, it's, it's a good it's, little... It'll but get you going. It's a big trail. It's a clear trail. I mean, and the views the view are is just awesome. incredible. And yeah. you hit it right. It's a sunset hike. Yeah. Because you're really going to watch <laughs> the sun right there. I mean, I totally meant to do that. That's, that's <laughs> How romantic, It Nick. wasn't the fact that both of us just couldn't get off work till later. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. drop down to the Mount Side Tavern. Tell them we sent you. Yep. Obviously, they are very, very motorsports friendly. They love cars. We have the chicken. And I say that because chicken's and everything. Have Smoke chicken. chickens. Yep. The nachos are a delicious. Oh, God. Making me hungry. I know. Yeah. Let's go get nachos. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm still paying for the last time. <laughs> so, the smoked yeah. jalapenos, though. Oh. I know. I know. I mean, even I had smoked jalapenos. That tells you how good it is in the yeah. fact. And the, their kielbasa sausage. Oh, that, yeah. The sausage is where it was at. Okay, so last time we were there, they said somebody drove, like, all the way from Oregon mm-hmm. to get the kielbasa sausage. And so last time we were there on Monday with David from Driver's Club, we had a Driver's Club group go up there, did a little drive, um, all hung out there, and... He ordered the sausage. They told him to order the sausage. Yeah, it lives up to the hype. I'm just saying. I'd drive from Portland to that so- for that sausage, too. That- <laughs> <laughs> you know me, Dan. You need to, I, you, that's you why stop. I said it. Just stop. That's why I looked you straight in the eyes I when I said it. I can't, I can't look down. I got to look down. It's a, nice, <laughs> it's a nice ceiling you have here. Uh, yeah, so. All right. Well, I think that's enough. Uh, sausage I, I almost said charcuterie for today. <laughs> I don't know why charcuterie is in my mind. Yeah, you know why charcuterie's in my mind? DJ, DJ is like the ultimate they charcuterie, charcuterie guy. Yeah, I, what is up with that? DJ the Hummer guy. Uh, GJ Good episode. Hummer. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's my name. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, we got some exciting episodes coming up. Some some local uh, Avance people that are, are gonna, really going to be some interesting stories. Some people that you're probably going to want to know and, and hear about. So uh, please please tune in for that. Uh, um, we've got the Avance events this weekend. Uh, Vance, uh, we got an Avance off-road event this weekend. Dan will be there. Unfortunately, I won't. I know. Yeah. Why even come now, right? Yep. I mean, Track so, day at Portland and then an autocross at Sanderson Field in Shelton. And if you go to the uh, uh, Avance off-road event, listen to us and go home and clean the underside of your car. Before apparently, it catches on fire. Apparently, there was a GX that did it a couple weeks ago that had a small smoking issue, like like I did. So, I mean, learn from our stupidity. So Yeah, wood is flammable, especially when it's tucked up against your catalytic converter. Who knew? That's so weird. <laughs> Exhaust gets hot? That's so yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Avance this weekend, and then next weekend, and the weather's looking good right now. It's going to be opening day for exotics, and um, it, that's going to be a zoo, people. Because we haven't yeah. had it in two years. Um, Don't worry, you can't get COVID outdoors. Yeah. 
That's a joke for the PC crowd. Oh, God. (laughs) I am kidding. (laughs) You're you're triggering me in the fact that, like, I saw somebody, like, literally in the car by themselves today with the windows up. Wearing two masks. And I was like, okay. One over their eyes, one over their mouth. Yeah, I'm just like, okay. I mean, you know, I don't, and who knows where that person came from. So, yeah. Uh, I don't need to get canceled. Um, there's a lot better reasons to cancel me. So, um, yeah, <laughs> wear your mask. Um, do what they say, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, those of you going to the autocross at Sanderson Field or, I don't know, any event in Shelton, did you know that's where the State Patrol Training Academy is? I do now. Yeah, slow the F down because you are going to get pulled over there. I will tell you this, um, and this is a very small thing. Uh, the Redmond and the Sammamish area, uh, they are out on their bikes, and they are hiding in places. Oh, yeah. Big time right All now. over all over. East Lake Sammamish Parkway, yeah. all the way around the lake, yeah. yeah. Especially that 30-mile-an-hour zone by the crosswalk where the park is. They're always hanging out there in their motorcycles, too, so they're hard to see. And on the other side of the lake where, where they've got all that construction, and you take the detour, they're, they're sitting there by uh, Crossroads Mall. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're literally just standing on the hill just pointing at people to point them over. So, yeah, be careful. Um, Good reason to ride your monkey. Yep. Well, I was riding my monkey, so <laughs> that's how I saw him standing on the road. I would be proud if I got a speeding ticket on the monkey. <laughs> yeah. It barely moves as it is. I've been so I've got to get I've got to get I mean so the the monkeys now in my name and all that I've got to get new plates and I'm I'm just looking at well, you can't get monkey I was trying to get monkeys somebody Aww. has monkeys so I got to come up with a fun I can get RCS but I want to save that for a car RCS M N K Y how many can you have on a on a on seven a, is it seven on a motorcycle plate too yep. okay maybe that might be a good idea okay text in your ideas I'm looking for ideas oh yes yeah. do you yeah. have license plate ideas Send absolutely them yeah so. Well, uh, for this episode of uh, Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.